and I'm joined by CY Football Index, aka Adam, for a little midweek special here, reacting to, I suppose, the order book announcement. God knows what it's going to be. I imagine it's going to be around this matching engine. But um, Adam, why don't you tell us a bit about you, who you are, and then we, we'll react to this. We're recording now at what nine minutes to six, praying they're on time. Yeah. Hi, John. How you doing? Um, yeah. So I've been on FI for. I don't know, 15 months or something like that. I started in January uh, 2019. Um, just delved in with a with a small small deposit to start with and uh, have built that up over time. Uh, tried a number of different strategies to <laughs> to try and, and maximise profits, right? But um, sort of settled on relaxing and letting the media kind of just happen for now and got a few big holds at the moment and just letting them sort of just go up and down and try and try and reap a few dividends, to be honest. Mm. So would you have a very like how many people would be in your portfolio? Uh, right now, I think I've got fourteen, fifteen. Although yeah. most of that is within three or four players. So, like that—that's relatively kind of I don't know—is dense the word? I don't know. Relatively kind of relatively small number compared to a lot of people I speak to. I used to kind of rock around that numberish, and then I'm kind of twenty-ish is kind of my sweet spot personally. I've got a Twitter notification. I doubt they've dropped it eight minutes early. This could be some screw bag messaging me. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not FI. This could be happening so. a few times. Maybe I'll only react when it actually happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, how, how have you found this media period? Um, yeah, it's been good actually. I mean, I, I kind of delved deep at the beginning of uh, beginning of April with um, and you know I put it all over Twitter and everything that you know I dropped a couple of grand into Harry Kane. Um, and that worked too well to start with. I mean, we saw they won media for eight days in a row, which was great. Um, rose about 40p and now he's down about 50p from that peak. So, you know, it's it's fine. I'll sit on that. There's a lot in front of him still. Um, you know, as a Tottenham fan, the rumours around him going to United are a bad thing for me personally, but maybe a good thing for me football index wise so you're hedging your bets there like do you exactly know, yeah exactly. you won't be crying at night <laughs> <laughs> i'll be crying crying into uh crying into into five pound notes with, with media dividends coming in that's it yeah um but um yeah so he's dropped he's dropped obviously uh down to six pound 92 i think he was when i checked earlier on um but mm. that's fine as i say he's got a lot in front of him euros and england captain uh, you know coming up to peak of his career in terms of uh, age and he's getting the best rest I think he's ever had with this uh, absolutely with this current yeah. current scenario. So um, because probably he's... much needed. Yeah, certainly. I've been on this journey with you anyway. I actually bought him probably. I don't I don't know when you bought him. I don't know the date I bought, but I mean I bought him when he was at a similar price that he is now um, before his kind of media run, and then he was up and I was thinking, Jesus is great. I'll hang on to him. This will rumble on throughout the summer. Euros, blah blah blah. And then obviously coronavirus. Euros cancelled. Um, all the rest, and he's down at six ninety two. But I mean, as you said, I think he's plenty ahead of him. Do you know there is that outside chance of a transfer? He has fueled that himself with his kind of talk to the media, saying, he, "Do you know if if what did he say? Was it something about looking to win trophies, or like if the challenge, if the team atmosphere wasn't?" He said something implying he, said something he would about, leave. He said something about um his ambitions would not necessarily. Well, he didn't say specifically say it, but the way he said it was if he was saying his ambitions would not necessarily mean that he'd stay at one club for his entire career. Mm. Um, yeah, so... he wants to win. So if the team didn't match exactly. his ambitions, he'd that's go That's precisely something. it. Yeah, that's yeah basically he said that, didn't it. he? Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, he has fueled it. And I mean, obviously there's big international competitions, England, Cap and blah, blah, blah. 
down the line, so I'll hold on to that. But anyway, this is this is becoming a Harry Kane podcast. Um, yeah, sorry about that. You're, you're a Spurs fan, so it was it was always going to happen. Like, but um, a couple of things, I suppose. We we we'll speculate quickly what's going to happen. Hopefully, in five minutes, if they're on time. Otherwise, we could be here waiting for forever. But this matching engine, they kind of released that at about what one o'clock ish, twelve o'clock ish today. Getting us excited, saying they're releasing more at, at six o'clock, and they kind of it it appears that it's letting users uh, traders bid within the spread, um, and potentially snatch someone for ten p cheaper or one or two p cheaper at the the lower end of the market uh, just within the spread that's exciting i think that's obviously the first step of many to getting a full order book system yeah and i think it comes at a time for them when you know they've widened the spreads to the point where they've had to protect the platform so it gives a an avenue to actually keep those spreads you know rel- they don't have to tighten them um as such when they bring this in because the the traders will try the traders will tighten it for them essentially by bidding in between um, my only uh, my only thoughts were where we were going to see um, how we're going to see new shares issued and things like that. Mm. So I assume there will still be a buy and a sell price, which FI will honour. But then there'll also be stuff in between, and I'm not sure how that's going to look on on the app and how you're going to be able to see, um, you know, whether you, I mean, if you're in between the spread, then you will be buying essentially uh, from the market, and you'll be buying somebody else's share. But if you're not, if you're buying at the top price, I guess that means that you're buying um, from FI. Mm. But then how do you put in a sell order? Because someone might buy, let's say you buy Sancho now at £13.50, and then you chuck in a sell order for 15 quid. So will it take until, will it stay there until FI's buy price exceeds that? And then you become part of that void, that gap? And then that's when your sell order starts to be I think, matched. Or, I, I, don't know. I think over time they will phase out this kind of that you can mat this matching engine where you can bet within the spread and maybe it'll just go to full order books. But I think there might be a transition period. I could be wrong. There could always be the ultimate price and you can buy and sell within the spread. But I would imagine this is just a stepping stone. I could be wrong. Now, this is kind of something that might get sort of listeners, I don't know, excited or whatever. Football Index have tweeted something here. I'm going to tweet now. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> three minutes, two minutes to go. That's good. Um, yeah, but my I was only issue to... again. Sorry, uh, my only issue again is is how do we how do they increase market cap then if they're going to let just let us trade by ourselves? I mean, yes, this is FI, but let's just comparatively talk about footstock because you generate you add packs you add cards into the into the market through packs and roulette, essentially. Mm. But how do you add new shares into the yeah. market in a that's something that, they've got to work out? So I this this will be great for listeners. I'm kind of on top of the normal podcast midweeks and on random kind of specials, you could call them. I'm going to be doing a few podcasts with people who are big into like trading, big in the order book world. So I'm talking at the minute to a guy called Patrick Rooney, who works for a company called Trading Tech, who actually build order book systems. So he knows this shit inside out. And I'm talking to another guy called Nanimo Trader. Um, in terms of trading on Twitter, these are big guys. And I've, I've had sort of Zoom calls with them for about an hour each time. Um, and I haven't recorded them because we'd be doing actual podcasts on it. But it's sort of like that, that these, those are the things I'm talking about with those guys. Because, I mean, we can sit here and speculate how they could do that. But I'm kind of thinking, I'm going to talk to guys who are in that world who can tell me how that happens and it's something that i debated quite long with your man jeff um the name will trader or whatever um it's it's this kind of how do you 
add new shares to the market if it's a pure order book system and it's it's very you can get really complex in this order book stuff but the 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 big message i got from those two guys for listeners and for traders is i mean you should be excited about this because while it might seem a bit overwhelming we're like as a podcast and other content creators out there it's kind of our job to kind of go into the in-depth side of it and really try and inform everyone at all levels but i'd say 90 percent of listeners probably haven't even heard of an order book before so you can kind of go a wee bit into in depth and and sort of psych people out a bit this is going to be amazing for football index that that's the bottom line here and i have no doubt that they'll they've just dropped an announcement bang on six fuck that speech who cares let's see it's here traders the matching engine a new way to buy shares place bids on the footballers you want updated instant sale more control and flexibility for more info will we watch this adam i think we will i think we will yeah all right, we've both taken a bit of time there to, to watch the video, which was actually the same as earlier, and more read up on it. Adam, what are your initial thoughts? I think it's very exciting, and I like what they've done. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's well put out. It's well um, explained. I think it still will confuse people to start with until there is um, the opportunity to actually use it and see it. Mm. But there are there is a little note in here which I found interesting, which is you'll be charged a 2% commission on bids, However, until basically midnight on July the 31st, they'll be commission free, which says that, you know, they're obviously looking to push this out. I'm guessing, I imagine they probably want to push it out around the time they end the media at the end of May and then uh, and then give it a month of free bids. I don't know. That, that would be, Depends on how long they want to look. That'd be two that. months, wouldn't it? The end of July. Uh, yeah, it would be actually. You're right. So, but yeah, I think I think it's good because of the lack of commission will mean people are more likely to give it a try and be less likely to burn a bunch of commission trying this out. The thing that interests me there as well, though, is that's I suppose to, it's probably best just to explain it to people who are listening first. So, kind of, geez, I'm going to butcher this because I've only looked at this five minutes ago. What they're kind of saying is there's going to be a minimum price and a maximum price that can be bid. Minimum at the moment as they introduce this, will be like 60% of the player's value. That's the minimum you can bid, and the maximum will be right up to 1p below their value, I think. So you can basically make a bid anywhere in there for any player, and whenever any one instant sells, it goes to the highest bidder. It doesn't go to Football Index. So basically, we are making the market, not Football Index. Um, Now, you can still buy for the full price if you wish, but if you want to try and, like let's say Sancho's sitting at 13.50 and his spread is... 40% 40% and whatever let's say you can instant sell for seven quid or something um you could go in and say I'll give you 1320 for him if you want to sell him now and you don't want to join the queue you can have 1320 if you hit instant sell and someone would say I'll give you 1321 and then if someone clicks it you're getting a 30p discount now that might be a bit of a and too like too good to be true example but that's kind of what they're saying now this two percent commission that will be in- implemented from the end of July will mean that it doesn't really make you sense bidding within 2% of the current buy price. Maybe I'm wrong. That'll we'll probably get more clarification on that as time goes on. But what that tells me is that for a bid, you'll be paying 2% commission. Um, I imagine the seller would be as well. No. Yeah, they would, would they? Well, there's nothing in here on the seller. So We've, like, and that's another thing for the listener. You'll probably realise by the time this podcast put out, we've reacted, turned this podcast out and all within an hour, an hour and a half. So... This is kind of first thoughts, but what that's telling me is that when you buy, you're going to pay 2% if you've bought via bid. So you'd want to be bidding at most, absolute most, like 98% of the player's current buy price. Otherwise, it makes no sense. 
Um, but would you not get charge commission on the full buy price as well if you were to buy it at that level? Well, at the minute, we don't get charge commission when we buy, do we? No, but you get charge commission when we sell. So if they're putting all the commissions on the buyers rather than the sellers, then you would probably have to pay when you buy if you're going to buy now. So you're thinking they're going to implement 2% on any buy order? I would imagine so. Um, I think that this might be a wee way just to get extra cash for them. If you bid, you pay 2%. If you sell, you pay 2%. Maybe not. Look, we'll seek clarification on that. Um, but look, honestly, I think I think it's it's very well laid out. This is great communication. It's great examples. Um, there's different things there about you can have your bid partially matched and matched. A few other things to note. Well, one is that bid zone, which I kind of alluded to already. Another thing is you can place a maximum of a hunt or sorry, a maximum of ten bids for a footballer at any one time. Each bid can be up to three hundred shares. So the most you can bid on a player is three thousand worth, like three thousand shares worth. And that's the most you can have in the queue. And another thing is that that money will be debited as soon as you place the bid, even before it's it's uh, that order is filled. So you could essentially outlay two grand in, in bid orders, and that's taken from your balance before you own the share. But then the minute it's filled, and that the player will appear in your portfolio, and if you want your money back, you just cancel the order. That That's fair, isn't it? I wonder what the ticker's going to look like with this bid zone. Mm. I mean, can you imagine 3,000 shares piling through the ticker at once? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's if they're going the, to bring that back. There's a lot of like order book strategy you can get into there in terms of like there'll be points, I suppose. You see whenever a player's injured, for example, if you've got a bunch of bids there, obviously everyone's going to just go to set. Well, here's the thing. Here's another thing, actually. Jeez, my mind's going mental. In a normal market, for the order books you can set let's say you hold 5,000 Sancho's you could go and say sell 5,000 Sancho's for 12 pounds right let's say he's broke his two legs and he's fucked right you could say I want to sell all my Sancho's for 12 quid but everyone else who holds Sancho's doing the exact same thing but you could look down the order book and you could see that at 11.43 there is 14,000 shares that someone's put a bid up for and they haven't withdrawn the bid yet um, because they're late to the news you could see that there's a lot of depth there's a lot of volume at that price point so you could drop that price point in so you could say i'm looking to instant sell for 11.43 and you sell them all because no one else has looked that far in the market and you essentially fill that order and then someone else gets shafted i'm making this more complicated than it needs to be but what i'm saying here is is it just a case that you hit instant sell and you get the next price available or can you hit instant sell for any price down to this it did say something about reserve prices did it it did mention uh, what was going to happen when you instant sold. As long as there, it says there, as long as there are bids on your footballer, there'll be an instant sell option. That implies that if there's no bids on your footballer, there won't be an instant sell option. <laughs> yep. Where's that? I missed that. <laughs> so if you go up to the top there under instant sell revamped, if you click into it, now maybe I'm reading into it too much because it does say you can make bids within the 60%, which would make me think that the 60%. Ah, yeah, I see that now. Spread. As long as there are bids on your footballer, there'll be an instant sell option. Yeah, that's basically. It sounds like it says that if, yeah, as you said, if there's no uh, if there's no bids, there's no instant sell. That would be a bit harsh. <laughs> it's, it's <out laughs> you could get yeah, but you see, I, I imagine I don't know if they just have a permanent sixty percent spread, and that's that. If you want the instant sell, I oh, know, but then there's, I don't know. I think this is the type of thing. Once we see it in the market, it'll be amazing. Um. Back to their original thing. What what does it say? when does this kind of go active? It says it there, doesn't it? 
I don't think it does. I mean, we were looking through this. Um, we're looking through this page. They may have tweeted out um, when it might go live. Yeah, they actually might have. To be fair, like, yeah. So as as I was kind of speculating beforehand, to prefer that this is the kind of start of that um, that link to prepare for how the index will change. We're introducing a mini version of the software we'll see from Nasdaq. It's called the Matching Engine. Think of it as a stepping stone to get our fully fledged order book. So yeah, this is just kind of the first step of many. And I like that. I think it's a great first step. Do you know, it's get letting people kind of bid a bit, little bit less than the current value. Try and chance their arm and get a bit of a discount. Start to get their head around the order book system and the bidding. I mean, that that's nice. I mean, where do they go from there? Maybe they do the, the same with the sales. And then maybe they kind of work in some other order book features over time. I mean, one thing that's interesting here is it says the instant sell price is the average, is an average of a max 300 shares. So selling any fewer than 300 shares might result in a higher instant sell price. So I guess if you have, let's say, 150 shares um, at, say, £10 um, as, a, as an order and 150 shares at £9, if you sell 150 shares, you won't necessarily get the gap in between. You'll get wherever those shares are. So you won't necessarily get £9.50. You may get 975 um, you may get nine twenty-five. It depends on how the how those shares are. The average. Yeah. It's but yeah, because the way I would read that is if you had one hundred and fifty at ten and one hundred and fifty at nine, the average would be nine fifty, wouldn't it, of the the closest three hundred to the instant sell? If so you the instant sell would yeah. dis, the instant sell would display nine fifty, but there might actually be. But if some the first one, some yes, if the first the first ones. Um, the first ones that would be sold would be the first ones that were listed, I guess. Which means well, that... like they would be the highest priced ones, and yeah. then they would go to the yeah. Look, I think it's going to take a bit of farting about with, and I think this is the type of thing that it's great for the initial reaction. But videos are are great for this type of thing, so I might stick a tutorial up whenever it comes. Um, we go into the frequently asked questions and see if there's any on here. We can the people will be asking at home that maybe we haven't considered. Um, why are you introducing the matching engine? It's a stepping stone towards Nasdaq powered order books. Yeah, we don't need to go into that much. Why are you releasing information before the matching engine is live? We appreciate this is an important update to the platform. We want to give traders enough time to feel comfortable with the matching engine before it goes live. We'll be releasing more information in the coming weeks, including instructional webinars on the functionality of the matching engine. That's great news as well. You know, education is is very is, is key here. It really is. Do I have to place bids to purchase shares? It's an additional way you can still use the buy now option. Your bet is placed from the time that the bid is matched, not from when you place the bid. Because, I mean, there could be very illiquid players that there aren't many orders going through for that you've placed a bid for a couple of weeks ago and forgot about, and all of a sudden it's filled. So that couple of weeks could be, I don't know, quite pivotal in their value down the line. Can bids expire? No. There's currently no expiry time in your bid. If you don't want your bid to be matched, cancel it. So that's one of those where people could get caught where they've placed a bid ages ago and forgot about it. So you like especially bigger portfolios probably probably. And then someone announces retirement or they're going off to China and you forget about it and all of a sudden your bid's filled and you're you're stuck holding dead wood. So you need to be very careful about what bids you've got in place. Will the new IPO system be introduced with the matching engine? No, this is not going to change the IPO functionality. We we will be updating the IPO process. In a subsequent release, bids are initially disabled when a footballer is IPO'd. I was just having a quick look on FI itself to see whether the market reacted in any way towards it. And it doesn't look like there's there's really very much going on um, at the moment. 
Um, so I don't know whether that spells a bit of apprehension or a bit of uncertainty, but because um, normally with any announcement, Neymar just flies. But I guess this is not dividend dividend released dividend related. So uh... yeah, this doesn't actually sort of affect the value of players unless you could maybe if you were an absolute genius and understand all this stuff speculate who will benefit from this type of system and whose spreads will be the tightest and therefore the safest and therefore the most liquid and uh, maybe the maybe the players that have a lot of liquidity will be the safest bets here and buying the lower end of the market might be tougher because there won't be the liquidity therefore there mightn't be the instant sell option because there aren't the buyers i mean it'd be hard whenever it comes you know that kind of monday dip that normally happens where everyone kind of lists their players People, will people prey on that and stick in their their orders lower than usual? And there's going to be a big change to the market, but I think this kind of stepping stone type thing, doing it gradually, don't make everyone shit themselves. Educate them right with webinars, lads. It's going to be great. This is this is really really good stuff for football index going forward. Um, I really do think everyone should be very excited. I mean, if you've got a lot of money in now, this sort of stuff, this is the stuff that gives me the kind of confidence that in two years time or in a year's time we look back and we will actually be the early adopters you're not just thinking of big dawns you're not just thinking of asps you're thinking of cy and john nellis you're thinking of the early adopters and i mean this is this is game changing the game has been changed or at least it will be it's not like a football index hype guy but i really am just happy with it it's get it's getting it's getting more and more professional every single time and that's uh that's that's key for it moving forward yeah right? Absolutely. Well, look, Adam, is there anything else? Well, we'll talk about a couple of other things, but is there anything else on the the, the matching engine or what's just happened that you'd, you'd comment on? I think people need to go and read it for themselves. I mean, there's so much we can say, but I think overall we both seem happy enough with it. Yeah, I'm happy enough. I don't think there's anything to add. You know, you said it. Mm. Um, have a read, try and digest the information as much as possible and, uh, you know, get onto Twitter and have a look at the reaction and uh, and see what other people are, are, are saying about it um, and try and just basically try and gather as much info as you can before this stuff before this goes live absolutely and tomorrow night you've got something going on as do i people can do both actually yeah they can um i won't be taking part however um yeah tomorrow night we've got the weekly uh, football index poker uh club game uh starts at five past eight uh you can head to my twitter which is cy underscore F index and I will have all the details on there. Um, as I said, I won't be playing. It's my missus's birthday tomorrow, so if I was uh, if I was caught playing poker at eight o'clock on uh, when I'm supposed to be doing dinner and stuff <laughs> like that, I'll be I'll be killed. So yeah, uh, I'll be taking a week off. But um, but I've got a couple of guys that are going to be uh, managing it so that people can get in. Um, it's going to be uh, ten pounds uh, or eleven pounds to enter. Ten pound rebuys for the first thirty minutes. You get ten thousand chips. You know, we've been doing it for about seven, I think it's just week seven or week eight now. Mm. Uh, and I've been getting between, you know, since we started to stabilize a bit, we've had between 30 and 40 people. So the prize pots have been pretty good. It's been interesting and I think people have enjoyed it. So it was just yeah. something that uh, I wanted to do, uh, you know, while we had a lack of football. And basically it was off the back of you mentioning about a couple of poker games and trying to get something sorted. Yeah. Thought, you know what, I'm going to throw my throw my hat into the ring and just find out how to do it and then just chuck it on Twitter and see what the reaction is going to be. And we now have 115-ish people in there. And as I say, 30 to 40 people play on a weekly basis at the moment. So it's great. Yeah, I played it one week. I'd highly recommend it. It's a great crack, like, especially for like bragging rights. Do you know, if there's someone who you absolutely despise from the football index community, just go and take their chips. There's no better way. 
FPL's in there every week. So, GMK yeah, go, also go played a couple of times, did he? He did, and then he vanished off Twitter for a month. So uh, yeah, God knows <laughs> maybe what's maybe he'll come back. He's he's come back on, so maybe he'll maybe he'll play this week. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. There's a few other FPL's controversial there. characters around, you know, and uh, no, it's a good crack, and I mean it's a nice way to kind of lift from the. So the shit talk people do on Twitter and all the animosity. Just go over there and play a game of cards with boys and have a bit of crack. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's on Poker Stars, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I'll tag you in this podcast thing anyway on Twitter, and people can find you there. Otherwise, just see why football index. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's much else to chat about here, or just turn this podcast out. Is there anything you want to talk about briefly? We might get a full podcast episode at some stage. Yeah, I'd be happy to come and do that. I don't think there's anything to add really. Um. You know, as you said, as we said, it's a good step, and uh, we'll see how the market reacts when uh, when it all goes live. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited to go and troll through Twitter here and see what's actually kicking off. But <laughs> look, thanks for listening. This is this is just a quick little one we'll throw out here. And anytime there's an announcement over the next few weeks, I'll try and do something similar. Good luck. Have a lovely week. Listen to this week's episode of the Real Big Podcast, and I think I'm talking to Rover Indexer, who's very active on Twitter, maybe too active to some. But um, we'll see what he's actually about. Some people, someone said they don't know if he's a a 60-year-old woman, a 15-year-old kid, or like a pensioner. I mean, he could be anything, so we're going to find out tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, listen to that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening.